Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry? Then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are tuned into the newest edition of the Punchlist MMA podcast. We are a day late, but we are not a buck short. Uh, despite having two rough weeks in a row, we're still coming out on top. Still feeling fly as a guy in a Hawaii in shirt like Trey Van Buskirk. What's up, man? What you doing, Playboy? <laughs> I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped, dude. Biggest card of the year. Ooh, let's do this. Jessica I versus Cynthia Calvillo. It does not get any better than this. This is premium MMA content. Trey, I just want to jump right into this. But before I do, I just want to congratulate you on getting freaky, man. Happy early Father's Day. Thank you. Thank you. For those uh, that are listening, my wife is due to give birth probably any second. I was hoping it was going to be during the course of this upcoming card, but no, it'll probably land on a pay-per-view with the most stacked thing on the planet. Um, but otherwise, thank you for the compliment. Yeah, man. Father's Day. Yeah. If if I was your kid and I wanted to get you something for Father's Day, I would get you a box from Stay Classy Meats using promo code FIST, and I would say 10% while I was doing it. That's what I would do if I was your kid. Now, I'm not your kid. I can't say what your kid's going to do, but if your kid's a good kid... Uh, that's what that's what they should do. Well, I have a two-year-old, and my two-year-old can say, at least say one word, and I know she can say the word fist. And I know that fist is the code that will get you 10% off on Stay Classy. Absolutely. So when you buy that high-quality meat with Stay Classy, you know what else you need? You know what you need? You need something to put on that meat. You can't just, put, you can't just season it with your hopes and your dreams. You can't season it with good intentions. Stay Classy meat is is by far and away the best kept secret on earth. But if you want to take that secret, right, and you want to turn it into a full-on conspiracy theory, you know what I mean? What you need to do is you need to go to TactiCalorieSeasoningCompany.com. Go to TactiCalories.com. And what they have, it's called the Grill God Gift Kit, and it's the ultimate Father's Day gift tray. All you got to do is season that meat, playboy. That's a perfect marriage right there. Talk to calories and stay classy. Couldn't be more happy on a Father's Day. Absolutely. And once you get with the grill with with the Grill God gift kit, the, which is the ultimate Father's Day gift, 
uh, you're going to get a lot of stuff, man. You are going to get the, <clears throat> excuse me, you're going to get the carving house rub, the assault and pepper, big medicine, which is named after the, uh, the, the buffalo that started all of Stay Classy uh, was oh. named Big Medicine. So you have that honorary blend, the beef and bison blend, Big Medicine. You also have what they call the hand cannon blend. Then you've got the drink and dip mix, the open carry dip mix, and the battle basket, which you can throw chicken wings on while they're in the grill. You can throw those brisket burn ends. You can do whatever you want, the veggies, whatever you want on a grill. You can throw that in there. All you got to do is use promo code DAD. And you'll have it in time for Father's Day, man. Tacticalories.com. It is the ultimate grill god gift kit tray. This thing's sweet, man. Absolutely yeah. sweet. Sounds amazing. The salt, salt and pepper. I will say salt and pepper is not a generic thing you can get. There is specific salts and specific peppers that you can pepper and salt any type of your meat, and it makes a big difference. Yeah, and the the salt and pepper blend that you get with, with from Tacticalories actually has seven different pepper seasonings in it. It's a mild kind of medium heat. Absolutely fantastic. Good stuff oh all God. around. And I'm just going to go ahead and sweeten the deal just a little bit more, man. If you go ahead and order from tacticalories.com, you're also entered to win a free OtterBox Venture 65 cooler with every order. So, wow. That's a win-win, man. So you win the cooler, fill it up with beers, take it over to your dad's, grill it up, Season your meat. Have have the time of your life, man. Live it up with pops. Sounds that sounds like the greatest Father's Day I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, the only thing that can make that Father's Day any better is absolutely crushing this UFC card this weekend, which is something we're, we plan on doing. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, Trey. I am too excited, really. Um, I'm having a hard time. I'm tripping over my words here with how excited I am for these fights this weekend. I'm just pumped at the consecutive nature of these cards. Tell me what about this card isn't exciting. Tell me what we can get excited about leading into this. I just I need to hear something, man, because I'm looking at this and I don't see any flaws. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that? Well, uh, the most exciting thing I can think about in this entire card is you've got two women that are headlining this, this card that – collectively missed weight by 10 pounds on their last fights. So not only are you going to have the drama in the fights, you're going to have the drama before the fights. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You do get that. You do get that, that pre-fight buildup. Both of these chicks are filled with anger and venom. Both of them don't know how to take a step backwards. Should be a great fight between Jessica I and Cynthia Calvillo. But before we break down this main card, I want to congratulate you on your win. Uh, we had a little handicapping challenge last week. You Thank won. You. you beat me by by one fight. Congratulations on your win. Um, we're not going to do that this week. However, maybe in upcoming formats, we may try to do that again. Now, is is the reason you don't want to do that is because the grasshopper is soon to become the master? I don't think so. I don't think that's what it no. is. Um, but no. what I until we can iron it out more, I would like to. Uh, refrain from doing that we did it as a little trial run it seemed pretty successful people tend to seem to like the format but we it just we don't have a good name for it yet we don't really know what we're doing where what the aim is where we're going to go uh so until we get to that point i'd like to, until we can button it up if you will i think we're better suited in just doing regular picks uh i don't think that 
uh, you have usurped me. I don't mm -hmm. think that you're necessarily a handicapping master, but you know, you've always been a talented guy in your own right. I don't, you, you always downplay your abilities and skills here, but we wouldn't have done this if, you know, this project as a whole, if you didn't know what you were talking about. So of course you're going to, you're going to come out with some wins here and there. I know, but I think when you get to the analytical pieces of the fight, that's what pe listeners can kind of hold on to and know is their center truth. I bring a lot of bias and I'm going to be end up doing this on this card. So let's dive right in. You guys can hear my personal bias and hopefully Dale can rein it all in and get you a successful pathway to victory. Well, it's funny that you're bringing that up because, you know, um, every, you know, Rain Man had a Tom Cruise, and if oh. we're look if we're looking at me and you, I am the Dustin Hoffman to your Tom Cruise. Oh, okay, that's fine. I thought you were gonna call me Rain Man for no, a second. No, 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 oh. no, no. I've seen you do math. No, not at all. <laughs> good call. Good call. I've seen you do that. All right, before we hop into the main card, I do want to highlight one of the prelim fights: Jordan Griffin taking on Derek Minner. Jordan Griffin coming in at a minus one seventy, which I think is an absolute steal of a price on him taking on Derek Minner. I love Jordan Griffin in that fight. But let's go ahead and hop into this main card getting kicked off. Uh what was the main what was the first fight on the main card? Was it Jordan Espinosa, Mark De La Rosa? You are correct. All right. Jordan Espinosa sitting at a minus one sixty five. Mark De La Rosa plus one thirty five. De La Rosa's a bit of a seesaw win loss, win loss, lose, lose. Coming in against Jordan Espinosa, who is yet, in my opinion, to really live up to his potential. Super athletic wrestler, very fast, good hands, and really creative on the feet. I think he's going to get it done here, Trey, at minus 165 for Jordan Espinosa. Yeah, it's funny. I, I've said De La Rosa being a veteran, but he's not. He, he just feels like he's been around for, forever, but the guy's only 25. Did you know mm -hmm. that? 25, no. but he feels like he's been around for like 10 years. Um, when you look at Espinoza, he's much more rangier. He brings that energy. He's more youthful. I think when it comes to it, I think you got to go with the guy that's going to bring a little bit uh, more spice to this fight. Espinoza's blueprint's been out there for some time. It started. To, we've started to see that his erosion. I see Espinoza getting this done. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I see that fight coming to a uh, a decisive Espinoza victory here. All right, man, let's keep things moving. Keep this thing short and sweet. Ray Borg with a quick turnaround, taking on Marab Davashvili, Dwabshvili, something like that. Um, wrestler versus wrestler, man. Marab sitting at a minus 425, Ray Borg plus 325. You know me, I love Ray Borg, uh, but I'm disheartened after the Ricky Simone uh, fight. It seemed like he forgot his wrestling, and, and that could not be coming at a worse time against a cardio fanatic wrestling machine. In the Georgian Marab Dawashvili. Marab puts a pace on you unlike anything else. The guy is not only strong, but his cardio is off the Richter. I think uh, from a technical perspective, you got to look to his wins against like Casey Kenny. The guy can actually, if he's put in precarious situations, he can rise above and kind of dominate. But I think it's the pressure, especially against someone where Ray Borg, we saw in his last fight, you said it. The guy straight away from his game plan. Is he going to go back to what the building blocks of what his fights were? Hopefully so. But we've seen him get in these firefights and play other people's games, and that could be his demise. Yeah, absolutely. He needs to stay away from that. Uh, you know, Marab's got to watch a couple different things. One, he tends to sit low in his stance. Uh, he's always threatening the takedown, so he sits low. He's in, he's in his seat a lot. Uh, Ray Bork has gotten really creative lately with the stand-up. Inside leg kicks are going to be there for him. Um, 
you know, fainting takedowns coming over the top with the right hand. Obviously, that's something that wrestlers love to do. And Ray Borg has been working on his stand-up. He did look good against Ricky Simone. He just really forgot uh, how to wrestle. One thing we do see in situations like this where it tends to be wrestler versus wrestler is that they neither one wants to wrestle. They just want to stand there and throw hands. And that, my friend, is a game plan that Marab cannot ascribe to. He needs to stay focused. He needs to go with what got him to the big show. He has got to wrestle Ray Borg. That is his clear path to victory. And he is Aljamain Sterling's main training partner. That's right. And that's the biggest thing that he's got going for him right now outside of his cardio is training with arguably uh, the best Bantam, if not one of the best Bantam weights on the planet Earth right now. Completely agree. All right, man, let's keep things moving. Charles Jourdain taking on Andre Touchy Feely. Your boy, Team Alpha Male Zone, Andre Touchy Feely, minus 235 against Charles Jourdain, coming off a massive knockout win over the Korean Superboy in Duho Choi, sitting at a plus 195. I know that amongst our picks, we do have some dissension here. You like Andre Feely. I'm leading Charles Jourdain, but I will heed to your argument on why you think Andre Feely is going to win this fight. Well, first off, the only side that I would take with uh, Jordan is his nickname, Air Jordan. Loved The Last Dance, greatest series that ESPN's done in a very long time. Makes me think, again, the biases, Michael Jordan, greatest of all time. Air Jordan, could he be the greatest of all time? Probably not, because he's going against Touchy Feely. And if you look at Touchy Feely, all you got to look at is his schedule. The strength of schedule this guy's had is absolutely bonkers. And to think that he's been on the wrong side of whether that's decisions, whether we looked at the Sadiq Youssef fight, or if we look just in the firefights he had with Calvin Cater, Shaman Marais, um, you know, the list goes on and on and on. This guy's fought, fought the highest caliber that you can fight in that division. I think that this is a little much or too much for Air Jordan to uh, chew at this time. He's a young fighter. He's a prospect. This is going to be his first big roadblock, and we'll see if he can hop over it. Yeah, I, I'm strength of schedule. You're right. It's it's absolutely that's very hard to argue. I mean, that's that's one of the things as far as MMA breakdown goes. You can't really refute a person's strength of schedule. He's definitely fought better people, um, and it's it's hard to remember because you want to think that Andre Feely has a lot of miles on on him, um, but you know he's got a lot of fights, but he's still relatively young, and he is entering uh, what I what I believe to be his prime. I think he won the fight against Sadiq Youssef. I think that that was a prospect getting a push against uh, you know a guy that's entrenched, pretty entrenched right now in gatekeeper status. But I don't think Andre Philly wants to stay there. I think he's going to come out aggressive. And my problem with when he comes out aggressive is that when he loses sense of where he's at emotionally, he tends to get caught. So right. can he stay composed? If he can stay composed, if he can enter that flow state that we see him get into from time to time, he'll annihilate Charles Jourdain. If he can't and he goes in there reckless like an old Cody Garbrandt, he's going to get knocked out. So very interesting Plus 195 for Charles Air Jordan. Worth a flyer if you're interested on it, but Andre Feely's probably the smarter play here. Yeah. It's funny. I feel like Team Alpha Male is a collection of those that wear their emotions on their sleeves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's a little guy syndrome thing. Oh. All right. Co main event of the evening Carl Roberson taking on Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori sitting at a minus 225. Carl Roberson at plus 185. Listen, man, uh, this line was a lot closer until we had the uh, after the party against the hotel lobby kind of situation. You know, it really went down in the hotel lobby. 
And now we see Marvin Torrey as a sizable favorite, minus 225. Do we think that's going to translate to the cage? Carl Robertson had an atrocious weight cut, if everyone can remember, one that put him literally into the hospital. I think when you have back-to-back weight cuts like that, one, I want to see what he looks like. Is he going to look overtly drained because this is back-to-back weight cuts for him? Vittori, though, you got to be really, really hesitant. That line is 1,000, like Dale said, put based on what happened in that hotel lobby. I think they saw the energy, pissed off energy. This is just like what we talked with Andre. He can't come into this emotional. If he comes into this emotional, he's going to gas himself. He's in a really strong dude. Carl uh, Robertson, he, on the other hand, is uh, he's an athlete. So if he can stay in, get out of there, he might be able to wear Vittori down. I like Vittori in this fight. I think he's stronger. I think he's more well-rounded, but he's got to be careful. Yeah, I definitely think that Marvin Vittori is the better mixed martial artist. Um, I don't know if he's the better athlete. I don't even know if he's the better striker or wrestler or whatever, but I think he's just the better mixed martial artist, if, if we can even classify somebody in that regard. Uh, he's definitely going to have the better gas tank, as we've seen um, with Carl Roberson. He's most dangerous in round one, and he's going to be most dangerous in the first minutes of round two and round three. Marvin Vittori needs to make him work in round one while not getting caught, and then just be careful in rounds two and three. Pick his spots. Don't get too emotional. Don't look for the finish. It will come if you let it. Just relax. Play your part. Win the fight. The win will come to you. All you got to do is just chill out, man. I like Marvin Vittori in this fight. I love it. Some Italian flair. That's right. That's right. Okay, main event, man. This is what we've all been waiting for. Dude, I'm telling you, as soon as they started announcing fight schedules, this was the one I I put it on the calendar. I I did the little red circle, and then Mm -hmm. I put the thing, and I got the the pink Sharpie, and I put the heart around it. I did Mm -hmm. the whole thing, and then the money bags, money bags, money bags. Jessica, evil eye, taking on your girl, your your soon-to-be abuela, Cynthia Calvillo. Almost had a pick Jessica I. Slight favorite, minus 125, Cynthia Calvillo at a minus 110. Over-under on rounds is at four and a half here with the under four and a half coming in at plus 170. And I love that. I know. I do, too. Almost as much as I love this fight. Uh, It's the greatest fight ever. Um, This should have been the headliner of Yaz Island, which really quick, before we get into this fight, I just want to get your take. I put up a poll. Are you just thinking this is the lamest marketing ploy of all time to make yeah. Yaz Island this secret island? Yes. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's no more an island than when you go to the beach and you draw a moat around your sandcastle and say uh-huh. that your sandcastle is on an island. Yeah, technically, <laughs> technically it kind of is, but it's still not an island, man. And Yaz Island is exactly that. Um, honestly, I'm a little upset at myself for not just thinking more pragmatically about the entire situation, knowing and following the UFC and Dana White and all these people for as long as we have. How did we not see that coming? Why did, why were we thinking off the coast of Central America or South America or California or something? It just, it was so ridiculous. It was like the, it was just like a three card money, man. They had us looking over here. Meanwhile, the one, the one thing never changed. It was always going to be there. The infrastructure was always there. Yeah, the money's there. Come on, man. It's just its so stupid. I don't know how we missed it. I really don't know how we missed it. Well, one thing we're not going to miss is this main event because the infrastructure is there. The blueprint for each fighter is there. It's never changed. It's never evolved. It's been the exact same thing. 
So when you look at Jessica, I, I think we can both agree that she's got a little bit better striking. I think sure. that when you look at Cynthia Calval, I think that, you know, her best thing she could, what are you, what are you doing? You just kind of threw up when you said, when you said her name there. I know because I haven't, I don't want to get into the bias piece of this. I'm going to, I'm going to bypass you, that. You don't like Cynthia Calvillo because of the Justin Buckles incident. So go ahead and get that out of the way before you start breaking down the fight. Starts with a traitor is where this, this story begins. Justin Buckles, if everyone recalls, was the head coach of uh, Team Alpha Male. Um, fantastic coach. I mean, that was at the peak where Cody Garbrandt was dismantling Dominic Cruz. Um, you know, Justin Buckles got into a little bit of a wage war, as we're seeing in the UFC right now in, in conjunction with Dana White. Cynthia Calval just completely dismissed the alliance that Uriah and other people had set forth bailed with justin buckles and to me that just seems like you know where's your allegiance this whole time was it with one person or with a team as a collective i'm a team guy not an individual player and that's right. where my disdain comes from i understand you got your dad turned all the way up you got your dad meter turned all the way to the top you keep saying her last name wrong just like a dad uh, you're you're so in to dad mode man and i can appreciate that about you i appreciate that what you're doing here by calling her Cynthia Calval. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I can't even say it, dude. I'll call her Cynthia can't fucking make weight. How about that? I love that. That's even better. That's even better. I think that that should be, if there was ever a fighter whose whose nickname should be Cupcake, I'm going to go ahead <laughs> with Cynthia Calvillo. I actually think it's a shame that Carla Esparza has Cookie Monster. Yes. That, that Sarah Marice has Cheesecake and that Misha Tate has Cupcake. Now that Misha Tate's retired, I think that... Uh, cupcake should go to Cynthia Calvillo. Now, with that being said, it's more likely. Um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that because if I go with any sort of Hispanic snack, it's going to come across off color, and I don't want to do that. That's not what I'm about, and I don't mean it that way. But everybody's all in their feelings right now, anyway. So we're not going to do that. Anyway, Cynthia Calvillo taking on Jessica I. The path to victory, Jessica I. Cardio, cardio, cardio. Use that jab, stick and move, avoid the takedown. If you're Cynthia Calvillo, it's the exact opposite of that. Don't get jabbed in the face. Close the distance. Get Jessica I down and tap her out. What do you think is the most likely to happen here? Most likely to happen is Cynthia is going to gas out. This is something where we, she has a horrible gas tank. This is a five-round fight. She's never been it before. Granted, we haven't seen Jessica I actually go into the later rounds. You know, She did get knocked out by uh, Shevchenko in the second round, sure. devastatingly. But... I do know that she does have a better gas tank. And I think that as it gets into the later rounds, you got to fare with a person that's got a little bit of a better stand up that is Jessica I. Yeah, I like that. I, I actually kind of like the idea of playing an inside the distance here. Now, I know that we're adamant non women's MMA betters. Uh, that's a big stance that we have. We're not big on betting on women's MMA. However, people listen to the show to hear us make plays on things. And instances like this, where the main event, is a fight between two women. I would be remiss if I thought that we shouldn't at least offer some sort of insight. I think that an inside the distance play here or an under four and a half, you could do worse than that at plus 170. Cynthia Calvillo, if she cannot tap Jessica I out, will gas, at which point it will make her susceptible to knockouts that may or may not have been there before. And I think we won't see a one hit or quitter knockout like Shevchenko did to Jessica I. I think we'll see a, I got beat up too bad, go ahead and stop it, based on a flurry of punches, accumulation of damage kind of stoppage. Uh, 
against Cynthia Calvillo while she's gassed. So at plus 170, under four and a half, or inside the distance, at plus 125, I like both of those. I, lo- I love that. Plus 170, I'd ride that all day. Um, you know what I'd also ride all day? What's up? He spoke about a great Father's Day gift. And we have an amazing partnership with Manscaped. And what I say I want to ride all day, guys, we're getting into the summer months. It's all about confidence. It literally is all about confidence. Dale was talking about how I butcher names. I've got the whole dad name going on right now. Well, there is one thing I want in a dad formation, and that is a dad dick. Guys, your confidence, you want to have a dad dick. And the only way you can get a dad dick is by procuring and grooming your undercarriage. So what I'm requesting is for you all, for, for, for Father's Day, get your dad something that makes his package look even bigger. Go to manscaped.com, utilize the code PUNCH. That will get you 20% off and free shipping. Dad dicks for everyone. Absolutely. A, a gift of manscaped.com uh, using promo code PUNCH for 20% free shipping for your dad is like buying your mom a late Mother's Day gift as well. So go ahead, celebrate dad, celebrate mom, go to manscaped.com, use promo code PUNCH, save 20%, and get free shipping. I was not I was not ready for that ad read. I'm just going to be honest with you. I was not ready for you to take it there. Um, you kind of just completely wiped my mind clean. I'm not really sure how to transition out of that into something else. Yeah, it's um, mind-bottling, mind as Will Ferrell once said. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh, how the turntables. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a bow on this thing, man. I can't dedicate any more energy of mine to this uh to this card, to these breakdowns, because I need to save this excitement for Saturday night. If I get too riled up right now, it's going to be very hard to navigate the next two days half-mast. I've got to hold on. I've got to kind of keep things under control. Saturday night, Jessica I, Cynthia Calvillo. It gets no better than this. Anything else you got for people before we sign off here, Trey? Guys, like, share, subscribe if you can. Uh, Punchless MMA on all social channels. Guys, go to our profile. We have a super slick profile. We invite a lot of conversation, a lot of polls, um, a lot of arguments back and forth. My boy Dale here is very confrontational. I like so to be God forbid you uh, you have a different opinion. He'll explore it. He'll uh, let it flounder, and then he'll absolutely decimate you. So if you want to go up against the big boy, he's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, bring, I'm taking on all comers. I will say this. I did see a mutual... Um, trying to think about this without giving people shine that don't deserve it there was another another page uh on instagram um that highlights people that don't know much about the sport they went after one of the people that you're not particularly keen about uh earlier in the day today and it was kind of a battle of two people that actually know their stuff accusing each other of not knowing anything um it was a very strange interaction i'd love to see more of it but it's very interesting to say the least. Um, so, without naming names, there are arguments out there to be had, arguments to be won, arguments to be lost. If you've got something to say about any of our picks or anything like that, I welcome any and all dialogue, discourse, and discussion on those things. Trey, we tried to give away beer money last week to Money Man Dan, who left us a five-star review on iTunes, and he has yet to claim his money. Money Man, um, dude, where are you? Money Man Dan. You figured Money Man Dan would be about that money, man. 
and he has <laughs> not shown up. So I will say this. If you leave us a five-star review between now and next week's episode, because it dates it, we'll see it. If Money Man Dan does not collect his money between now and next episode by going and following us on Punchlist MMA on Instagram, messaging us and saying, hey, that's me, I'm Money Man Dan. If he doesn't do that between now and next episode, next week, we're doubling the kitty for beer money for five-star reviews that come in between now and next week. I love it. You guys, we were going to like dish out some money for some shitty modelos. Now we'll get you those craft beers, those California IPAs. I don't understand why you always go so hard after Modelo. Modelo is a decent beer. I, I told you it's the A word. I'll just say it. Ariel's sponsor. Oh, that's Anything right. In association to Hawani is immediate, immediately the enemy. I, for, I forgot about that. Yes. I, I, I keep saying I'm going to stop drinking Modelo because I, so here's the thing is I don't watch his show. I don't like him. So I don't know that that's a sponsor. You keep telling me that and reminding me of it. And I keep forgetting because I don't care about him. Oh, now you're making me feel bad for watching the show. That's not cool. Uh, I, I mean, you, you kind of have to because I mean, part of what we do is break down news and what's going on. And for whatever reason, I, it, it, I, it's not for whatever reason. Here is the reason. Ariel Hawani existed in the MMA journalism landscape before there was anybody else. So he's been gifted his position by proxy based on the fact that there was no one else out there. People have yet to realize that there's better people out there that are better at the things that he does. So he just sort of grandfathered himself into this amazing position. There are better options out there if they were ever given the chance. The problem is, is that MMA has not grown to the heights of, say, baseball, football, basketball, where they need more voices than one. We're still only that size where we only require one voice. Once we get bigger, people will realize that Ariel Hawani is an antagonistic little rat and they'll get rid of them, and they'll bring in other people that are actually good at the job. 100% agree. Guys, any of these fighters that are on these cards, you have to completely, I mean, you got to take a step back. They've gone to the highest level. The training that they've taken, the sacrifices that they've made, it's, it's unlike anything other. And while I have my personal biases, and sometimes I get a little bit heated and team alpha male emotional, um, I respect every single one of these fighters that are on this. People like you know, who we've been talking about that instigate certain things to create certain quarrels, all this type of stuff. It's all nonsense. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's tech, it's a tactician, it's technique, it's strategy. It's the work effort ethic that you've put in. That's all that matters. And that's what we like to talk about here on the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all the, everything else is just noise. Yeah. All right. Speaking of noise, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Um, go ahead and put a bow on this bad boy and, and call it a day. Trey, we initially tried recording the other day on our normal recording day, and we were having technical issues, so we went ahead and pushed it to today. So episodes are coming out a little bit later. Not a big deal. But when we were recording, Mark, the two-year anniversary since Anthony Bourdain took his own life, uh, you and I both have spoken about this. It wasn't, like, as impactful. To, like, for me, it wasn't as impactful as, say, the Kobe Bryant passing. However, it was a big thing. Most people felt like they knew Anthony on a pretty personal level, given his personality on screen. He was also a member of the jiu-jitsu community. Um, so it was it was a pretty big loss for a lot of people. But uh, on the 8th of June marked two years since he took his own life. And I wonder if we could, uh, not to end things on a somber note, but I wanted to wrap up the episode with a quote from him. And the quote reads as this, I'm a big believer in winging it. I'm a big believer that you're never going to find a perfect city travel experience or a perfect meal without a constant willingness to experience a bad one. 
letting the happy accident happen is what a lot of vacation itineraries miss, I think, and I'm always trying to push people to allow things to happen rather than stick to some rigid itinerary. Now, if I can take that, I can switch the context of it a little bit. I think that that bleeds over beautifully into life. So often we get on our this path that we feel everything has to line up. We have to have the kids, we have to have the job, we have to buy the house, we have to do all these things. There's nothing wrong with just winging it sometimes. Lean into the mess, lean into the chaos, lean into the, your kids running around and, and, and splashing paint on the walls or coloring with a marker or doing whatever it is. Lean into the hurt, that breakup that sucked. Lean into the, the passing of a loved one. Lean into it with all you've got because we're only gonna get to experience it once. We only get that one ride wing it, lean into it, love it. I, that, that's all I got. Bro, if I ever make it to the UFC, I just need to record that and play it. I'm going to run through a fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's put a bow on us. Thanks, 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 guys. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and share with your friends and enemies. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you this week. See you.